Hello, superstars. Welcome to the Up Your Creative Genius podcast, where you will gain insight and tips to stomp on the accelerator and blast off to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Patty Dobrovolsky, and if this is your first time tuning in, then strap in because this is serious rocket fuel. Each week, I interview fellow creative geniuses to help you learn how easy it is to up your creative genius in any part of your life. Hey, everybody, it's Patty Dobrovolsky with Up Your Creative Genius. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast because I have the most amazing person here. Rue Benjamin is here, the author. He is one of the most amazing creative geniuses I've ever met. I've done workshops with him. I have had incredible conversations with him, and we're going to have one with him today. I can't wait for him to tell us all about the journey he's been on because, you know, he's dialing in from Australia. So how's it going, Rue? Tell us all about it. What's new? I think this is just a blast. I am so excited to be here to have this conversation because this is the very first interview that I'm doing as Rue. <laughs> and so I'm like a new person. I reinvented yeah. myself. I totally just reinvented myself. This last no, no, wait, kind of- wait. You reinvented yourself since I saw you in Fort Worth. Yes. Well, yes, that's correct. And actually, the reinvention was in, in a bizarre kind of unexpected way created out of map that we did together, the drawing. And I want to tell you about that. And it's all kind of happened at this like lightning speed that I kind of didn't expect. But here I am. Yes. Here I am. Rue. Here you are, Rue. (laughs) And so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you evolved into this, because you really are a change master. I mean, that's what's true. I've seen you you. evolve and change over time. So now you're Mm -hmm. changed into this whole author persona, and I can't wait to hear about it. So tell me, how did you go about making that change? Okay. So look, thank you. That's very kind. And I do actually just love the process of reinvention and transformation. I just think it's a cool thing. And I think it's like, it's just a great opportunity that we have to continually reinvent ourselves in life. And so how it came about actually was one of my great loves in life outside of like personal growth and transformation. And I've actually spent a good 20 years in the change making space, like social change making, that kind of thing, worked with a lot of nonprofits. But one of my most enduring loves has been writing. You know, it's writing has been the way in which I make sense of the world. I've been a journalist since I've been about 16. I've recorded my dreams since my early 20s. I've kind of like, I've written articles and stories and my default, it's almost like a spiritual practice, actually. One of my default things that I always go to is writing. And I've kind of had so many friends over the years say to me, Benny, you need to write. And so I just gave you a hint that Benny is like my previous identity. But anyway, I encouraged to write and you should be an author you should do this it's like okay I'm not really sure about how to go about making that happen you know as professionally so I had a transition I was living in the U.S. for a while and I had a transition coming up earlier this year a few months ago where I was moving back to Australia very exciting and one of the things that I did prior to coming was visit Patty in Texas and 
while I've been, I've done the drawing up your career, genius process, I guess I first met you, Patty, what, 10 or 12 years ago? Yes. The first time I ever did that yeah. in a workshop. And it's actually one of the things like I've often drawn my own future where I've got the little template there and I sit down. If I'm stuck on something, I'll draw it out because something about the drawing helps me tap into a part of my self-knowing that writing doesn't. But the cool thing was going into this transition, I had the opportunity to come and see you, stay with you, and you offered to map my future. And I said to you at the time, because I really didn't know what I wanted to do, I said, let's focus it in on the writing because that is something that's kind of like my blind spot. That's the area of my life that I want to kind of put attention on creatively, but I really just don't know how to go about that. And I don't know how to like fully flesh it out. And so I knew that if I didn't do this, if I didn't do the process of really getting specific and getting into the minutiae of the vision, I would easily default to the things I've always done. Right. And so because that's what we do. That's what humans do. It's well, like and you actually, actually, I remember you in that session talking about that you could, you felt yourself getting pulled back to that past. Right. And people were making offers to you right. from that exactly. past place exactly. of who you used yeah. to be. Right. right. And I was exactly. saying, you can't wait, yeah. wait, you can't go back there. <laughs> Don't go back. Oh, sure. right. Right. Totally. You know, and yeah. And so I was conscious of that. I did the map. And I looked at the map and it was like, it was very exciting. And it was something that was like beyond what I had ever dreamt of in a way before. And I really didn't know how to make it happen. So you sent me the digital copy. I put it on my desktop. And so it's there. And whenever I load up my computer in the morning, it's there. I can see the map and I can kind of connect in with it. Now, interestingly, just to kind of condense a little bit of the story here, you are right. I started to get offers and things in alignment with what my old life would have been right and so I make it back to Australia and it was really cool like a very short time although I hadn't kind of anticipated it I started to get these opportunities come up and the old self was actually getting excited and I would start to like oh I sent off a letter it's like yes and this is what we can do together da, 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 da. and then interestingly so I was sitting in this state of excitement the old self And then one by one, within a couple of weeks, these opportunities, even though they'd opened up, had started to close down. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really intriguing. Like, I've had my challenges in life and around different domains and areas of my life, but work has never been one of them. I've always walked in to jobs. It's just been one of those things that's been really easy for me. And for the first time, I got rejection. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Well, that's interesting. So you were at in trying to open those doors into the old you, like life just boom, 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 shut those doors for you. And I think that for people, when they're thinking about making change, they often, this is what we do. You know, our amygdala Mm. wants us to be safe. So we go back to the things that we know. And there you are finding yourself in that. All right. Well, then those doors closed. And then then what happened? Well, so I'd already been contemplating on this idea of writing, but I was really stuck on how to go about it. And one of my questions was, do I write according to my birth name or do I write according to a pen name? Now, interestingly, about eight years ago, I had a dream and in the dream, I was given like this 
spiritual guide came to me and gave me this name that I could write on. Oh, wow. Fantastic. I know. It's like, okay. And I just filed it away. I wrote in my journal. Like, okay, that's interesting. (laughs) I never thought that I would actually do anything with it. So a couple of months ago, a good dear friend of mine who is a very successful author had come to me randomly and said, Benny, I've got a tip for you. I think you should write. And I think you should write under a pen name. And I thought, no, 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 no. Because I'm all about integrity. I'm all about putting my true self forward. And it's like, it seemed like I'd be splitting myself off. And I was like, no. But then as I sat with it, I was like, actually, yeah. this is super exciting. And it gave me a sense of freedom to write oh, about yeah. whatever permission. I wanted to write. A permission yeah. where I didn't have to be tied to the thoughts or the opinions of people around my old circle. You know, what they would maybe expect me to write about or... Yeah. Because I've worked in a very public role, in a sense, over the years in for different organizations, and my name has been tied to that, my birth yes. name. And it's like, no, I want the freedom to write about, about different things, you know, and really express myself in different ways. Wow. So anyway. That I, is I'm here. so cool. Right, isn't it? <laughs> You're and here so I'm, as I'm, Rue Benjamin. Here as Rue Benjamin. So I dusted the name off, and I'm like, I'm still uncomfortable with it. And I kept checking in inwardly, like, do I do this? Do I do this? And the resistance wasn't to the name or even to the thing of doing it. It was just a fear, a fear of stepping into the new self. And yeah. so then it coincided with I have a really dear friend here and she happened to want to write herself. And so she said, hey, let's start a little writing group. It's just the two of us. Once a week, we go to a cafe, we take our laptops and we write. At the end of our writing session, we share what each other's done and we offer a little bit of feedback it's all very loving because we're really dear friends and then our goal is by the end of the week to publish an article yeah and so we've each done that i've published four articles now so this is like really early in my journey okay so i love that and so i want to go back here because you said something you said i checked inwardly so how did you do that i mean how are you talking about using your intuition are you talking about sitting down getting quiet do meditating how did you know in the change process benny what's you and what's ego how do you know and differentiate that, that that is the great question And it's all of the above, like it is the contemplation, the meditation, so to speak. Like you kind of go, like I close my eyes, I go in and I check within. And gosh, I went and saw, like I have a kinesiologist who I see, which helps with the muscle testing. So it helps get beyond the subconscious patterns and, you know, what's blocking me. And actually she helped identify there is no block around the name, you know, (laughs) all it was. Here's the key way to know what is soul or the true self or the inner self, however you want to talk about it, and the ego. Soul does not know fear. And so the fear in me that didn't want to take the step was simply the ego getting in the way, tripping me up. And when I recognized that, it was like, I actually, when I posted my first article and set up my account to publish as Rue Benjamin, I actually truthfully still didn't know whether this was right. And in some ways, I probably still carry some doubt, but I did it anyway. And that's the key. It's like, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, if I decide a week in, two weeks in, a year in, it doesn't even matter if I decide, oh, I made the wrong decision. I shouldn't be doing it as this name. I shouldn't be doing it as identity. I can change it. There are no mistakes undoable mistakes if you like right, when it comes right. to the creative self like I love you can that. just you know you can just like 
if in doubt, don't stuff about, just go ahead and do it. You can always make a new decision in the future. So I just did it. I published an article. Which probably where'd you, had like, where'd you publish know. it? So I'm writing on Medium. Okay, so um, on I'm Medium. I'm on Twitter as well, yep. but it's like, you know, I'll send you a link later. But, you know, so far I've written four articles. And it, interestingly, it coincided with a writing competition that Medium was offering around, you know, they give you some word prompts, different topics. Yes. And it was really cool because, like, I had a couple of really cool stories, cool stories in the sense that they meant something to me. And I just got in and I wrote and I wrote. And it was like I was really happy with what I produced. And it's actually got nothing to do with, like, you know, am I reaching thousands of people or anything like that at this point? It's really just doing it for the love of it, doing it for the practice of it, getting out there. And here's the cool thing, too. You know, in my old life and the old self, I would have relied on my old net. I would have relied on the people who I already knew yes. to um, give me feedback or whatever it is. Everything I've published has been read by people who have no idea who the old folk is. And I've met all of these people, like with the third article, I had some lady in New Zealand reach out and say, wow, I really love what you wrote. Can I put it in my publication? And so already oh, there's like- a lot of validation. Yeah, right? Wow. It was a validation- I know. And then there was oh. like, so one of my articles, the story is about, it was called How to Return Home in a Pandemic. And I wrote about my journey from the US to Australia and the challenges and, you know, the emotional journey of it. And it really resonated with people because yeah. people have had that same experience or similar experience of being stuck on the other side of the world during the pandemic, not being yeah. able to get home or whatever. So, yeah, look, it's just been a joyous and fun process. In large way, I've got the process that we seeded in doing the process with you, like yes. that kind of catalyzed this energy and said, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give this a go. That's fantastic. I just am so happy to hear it. And so if you are just listening and you're wondering process, what process are you talking about? If mm. you're, you know, it's called draw your future. You can watch the Ted talk that I gave about it, but it's really, you look at where you are and you capture mm -hmm. words and pictures. You imagine where you want to be a year to five years from today, 20 years from today. And then you figure mm -hmm. out the three bold steps you need to take. Now, Benny, what were the three bold steps on your map? Okay. You don't have to show it, but just say a little bit about sure. what was on that future state and what activated you to do it. You know, what of those bold Gosh. steps helped you to do it? Well, I think before I get to the bold steps, it's so powerful to be able to really clearly look at where you are now. Like, I think that is so, so important. Like, I've spent a lot of time out, na out in nature, hiking, that kind of thing. And one of the things I learned very early on about navigation is navigation isn't just the art of knowing where you're going. It's knowing where you are now. Because yeah. if you don't know your starting point, you can get horribly lost. And so it's actually the connection between those two elements. I and like that. I'm going to quote that. If you don't know where you are, where your starting point, you could get horribly lost, you just yeah. said. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And so that was really powerful. It was also very powerful. And even though to do the future state, and even though the future state definitely had a really strong writing kind of theme through it, yes. we looked at every aspect of life and that was powerful. It was like looking at where do I want to be in terms of my, my spiritual life, my relationships, health, finances. And it was right. kind of a very well-rounded picture. And it wasn't kind of so narrowly focused at that on your point, career, on, on your career, on the career, 
Right. Because I really do believe that it's powerful to live an integrated life, a whole life. And so then when it came to, okay, how do we want to make it happen? This is what, here's three steps. The first one was discover my purpose. And it was a little vague in a sense. And I'll tell you where that came from. The discover my purpose bold step was a recognition that at that point, I still don't know what I want to do, who I want to be, or how the path is going to be unfold. It was actually a recognition that the path and the journey itself is going to reveal that. And even for me as a writer, so I've written across a few different topics and I do, I have a whole spreadsheet of articles I'm going to write across a range of different areas from personality to Enneagram to spirituality to education to social change and ethics because my interest is This is just like a little tutorial on if you want to start writing, here's a great way to do it. Like come up with all the topics you ever wanted to write about. Right. And then, I mean, I've done a lot of research too on how writers establish their careers. You kind of let the path reveal your own niche. So I don't know what my niche is going to be yet. Mm. I'm just going to allow the process to show me through my audience what resonates. So there are going to be people reading my articles that are going to really love certain content. And then others that will be like, it's interesting of the articles I've written so far. It's like one's just kind of, I mean, blah. And it's like, that was really interesting because I actually personally really liked it. But then there's another article that, really resonated. And it's like, oh, okay, that's really intriguing. And so I'm sure over time, both the niche or the interest area is going to reveal itself. And also according to the draw your future map, my purpose will be revealed. And so I imagine that when I see it and I understand it and I know it, I'm going to look at it and go, of course, I've always known that to be true, but it's the process, right? Right, right. So What I want to call out here is that you're completely trusting the process that you're in. So you're not in a state of fear. You're not worried about, you know, what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. You're not, you're not focused on the almighty, you know, whatever the currency is in Australia, you know, you're really focused on what is your pathway that you're going to walk now. And I love that. And I think this is very important for people who want to make change. You know, we often think that we have to have a job or we have to have a career and we have to know what it is. And we cling to the knowledge of the it. And so when we're even drawing our future, it's hard to just put out there the way you want to feel at the end of the change, the qualities you're going to experience because you want to control that. But Mm. what's true is life isn't within our control. Lots of it Mm. is not within our control. Our attitude is in our control, but everything else is subject to change and just like what happened with you. And so you not knowing your purpose in this new world of you, to me, seems like a valuable tip for everybody listening. You know, that if you let it unfold, if you let it evolve, then you get clear on it. You know, if I think of the career changes that I've been through and you've been through, we haven't really known, you know, what the purpose was when we were going there. We didn't start with that place. We started with just exploration. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's Well, and actually, you know, I think it was Ernest Hemingway who said, you can't write about an experience in your life objectively from a memoir perspective until 10 years after it's passed. It's like, it's hindsight delivers us the understanding, if you like. Yes. And yeah. so, and maybe just a, like a little practical thing that I did going into this time, because I think this is actually relevant to people out there. 
is, well, firstly, I created a buffer where I said I had enough savings where I don't need to go and work immediately. I've got right. this zone that I can, of time that I can create in and invent, reinvent and do all that. So that was helpful. And in a way, this is the part that I think is relevant to a lot of people out there is COVID has forced that upon us. You know, there is this reset yeah. time in the world where we're forced to be at home, where some people have lost their jobs, you know, for whatever reason, we're kind of forced into this position of, you know, reflecting on who are we, what are we here for? And I kind of, my intuition says, I'm not going to know for some time, like this pandemic is just going to keep playing out for a while. Yeah. And eventually it will kind of open up into a new chapter. So I love that. And, and, yeah. and I think, you know, the other thing I was thinking about is how frugal you were to save that. Mm. And that was the other benefit of COVID is that many yeah. of us changed our spending habits because right. we couldn't go out and spend. I know I did. I had just mm. a pile of money in my savings account that where that would be, you know, right. zero or close yeah. to right. something. Yeah. So I love this piece of it, too. It's really transformed our thinking around who we are what we're doing in the world, and then how we choose to spend our time and our money. Yeah, I think these things are very, very valuable. And I love it because it's allowed so many people to reflect on, do I really want to keep doing what I've been doing? You could see this in terms of people who don't want, aren't going back to work. You know, there's really a lack of people wanting to go into some of the service jobs because they realize, why? Why do I want to do that? That doesn't really serve me as a person in this universe that I'm living in. So, okay. So, so that's what happened in your first bold step. Was there anything else about your map you want to share or any? Oh yeah. I don't think so right now, but I do have my other two bold steps. All right. And so the second one, this is going to sound actually super bold and, you know, (laughs) I'll put it out there because it actually wasn't coming from a place of ego. And this is the process of drawing of like, it's really coming from deep within you. But yes. the second bold step was I wanted to be a transformative writer. And what Fantastic. I meant by yeah, that. Yeah, what do you mean was, by and that? It, it actually just kind of bubbled up. Like we were just talking back and forward and trying to get the right word. And then it was like it coalesced around this phrase, be a transformative writer. And it's like, yeah, that does feel right. Wow. So what I meant by that, and I mean I, this with full respect to any writer out there who's doing their thing and wanting to write in their own style, in their own way, to their own audience, in their own niche. For me, I wanted to write content that matters. I wanted to write content that really helps people move to a new place in their life. Yeah, nice. um, There's a lot of stuff out there on different platforms where it's like clickbaity and they just kind of write to try to pull people in and you kind of end the, end the article and you're like, is there really any substance in that? I don't know. Am I really better off having read that? Probably not. And I didn't want to do that. And to be honest, you know, I have my spreadsheet of all of the different content areas on topics and articles I want to write about. Some of those, when I really check in, is what I do before I write is I do a contemplation and I check in, is this article really going to help people? Or is this just like the creative fun part of me that can knows that they can write yeah. something and kind of get trick of something or, you know, and I know I can do that but I don't want to do that. And so it's a really good like litmus test for the kind of content that I want to create. Yeah. You know, um, I love that you're talking about this because there is so much 
writing out there right now, which is just trying to hook you into, into reading more or signing up or joining a class or whatever. And I have myself have been guilty of that at times. And I realized, no, 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 I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I actually got an AI blog writing, you know, app. Right. And I did it and I sent it to somebody who knows me very well. And I was like, Hey, can you read this and tell me what you think? And she's like, I can totally hear that AI voice in there. And I go, Oh, won't wow, be able to right. use that then. Um, yeah, and right. I think part of it is that, you know, we get encouraged to SEO everything, right? To, right, so, exactly. to optimize yeah. everything. Right. And I find that if I am focused on the SEO part of it, I'm not at all interested in the heart of the article. I have yeah. not figured out the balance point of that. So my social media guy, Robert, he'll always be like, I made you a whole long list of SEO stuff. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's... That's not yeah, happen. <laughs> I think I know, right? And I really feel that. And yeah. you know, there's different tips. Everyone has an opinion about the best way to approach a writing career. And yeah. you know, one is you got to write. You got to write and publish every day. And I could do that. I could write something and yeah, spit it shoot out, it out there, pr- right? And it doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. Like for the articles I've written so far, I write it and I can write it in a session, and then I spend three or four days editing it and polishing it and getting it to the best expression that I can get it. And for me, I prefer to write more infrequently. And I mean, writing, you know, publishing every few days, but I prefer to do that and put out something that's of high quality than I would just to fill just the churning thing out. Stuff. Well, no, and also I, I, too, yeah. you know, that's what people say in terms of building a followership, which really, I think it's interesting. I think this is an interesting time that we're living in. And so as you think about building your writing career, really, mm-hmm. because that's what you're doing, you're stepping into this new persona, really. And this is the world that you've stepped into. And I, I love that because I think of all the persona exercises that yeah, I've ever done right, right. around things, right? <laughs> sure. And then I think about Rue Benjamin and all the persona elements of that person, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that when you embark on something new in this day and age, you really have to ask yourself, why? Why yeah. am I doing this? And you're saying, why am I writing this article right now? And I would say to myself, why am I posting that on Instagram? You know, that's just the place that you see things. A lot of things happening all the time. And then what's the value it provides? And looking at that, at how can you provide something of value every time that you're Mm. present, then does it matter really and you can tell me what you think, Rue. Does it matter how many people you reach or is it the quality of people that you reach? Or how do you feel about that? Well, for me, it's about quality and it's about reaching the right people with the right message. I prefer to have somebody moved by what I'm doing. I mean, at the same time, you know, it is important if you're making a career out of writing that yeah. you do have reach and you do have followers and you do have like an audience so I think it's actually a dance between both what people are looking for and also what you can offer them that it's actually how those two kind of worlds come together but right now I'm doing it for the joy and I'm doing it to practice my skills like I'm refining my voice and I'm refining my process and I'm sure in time as I get to know my audience and what resonates and I'm going to be able to meet them with their questions, with answers or content that's going to really help them. And so it is, it is a relationship. 
between yourself and your audience. I love this. And I think this is fantastic. I just can't wait to go and get on Medium, read one of your articles right away. I'm going to do that as soon as we're done. And if people want to follow you, then they would follow Rue Benjamin. That's Mm R-O-O Benjamin at Medium. And that's where your articles will be. And then I'll also put. And I'm on Twitter as well as Rue Benji. Rue yeah, Benji. As, as, okay, yeah. good. B E N J Y J I E J I J I Rue Benji. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, I can't thank you enough for just sharing that whole transformation. I can't wait to see where this goes and how you continue to evolve what you're doing, who you are and what you're writing about. That's just so exciting to me. Well, I always close the podcast by asking, you know, What's one tip that you would give to the audience, to the listeners out there who want to up their creative genius? What's one tip that you would say, how can they up their creative genius? (laughs) You know what? It's going to sound so cliche, like a Nike commercial, but it is just do it. And I'm a big believer in transformation that it is about micro steps. It's about the little things and the little things after little thing, it builds momentum. Yeah. It's kind of like, to use an analogy, I once had someone say this to me, it's like, you know, you're given a choice at lunch between a salad and a plate of fries. Now, if I choose the salad, I'm more inclined at the next meal to choose something healthy. If I yes. choose the plate of fries, I'm more likely at the next meal to choose something, go down that path, you know, of yeah. the unhealthy. Right. And it's creativity is like that. It's a lot of little choices. And by doing something creative, I'm then opening myself up to the next creative kind of spark or whatever it is. It's like I'm saying to the universe, I'm ready. I'm here. I'm wanting to do this. And it's kind of like doing the drawing kind of opened up this possibility. My friend calling up, you know, saying, you know, want to do this little writing group by publishing the first article, getting the feedback, writing a second article, writing a third article. Each one's on like a little micro step. You reaching out to say, hey, do you want to do this kind of interview? I mean, I've been Rue Benji for a couple of weeks. I mean, I am like a <laughs> newborn babe. I'm a newborn babe here. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know I who I that. am. And I'm I know doing it. an interview. <laughs> you just got to like say yes to life. Yeah, you know? yeah, you do. <laughs> I love it. And I love it because it really is. You want to create the addiction to the creativity, right? Sure. To the expansion. Yeah. Create that yeah. as your yeah. addictive practice, the thing that you explore and open yourself up to. I love that. That's a fantastic tip. Just do it. And so for everybody that's tuning in and listening, you know, if this resonated with you, be sure to send us a note about it, pass it on to your friends and tune in next week when we're going to be talking more about how you can up your creative genius. I can't thank you enough, Rue Benjamin. This was fantastic Ah, to have you. You're amazing. So I look forward to what's next for you. And until next time, everybody out there, just up your creative genius. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to DM me on Instagram your feedback or takeaways from today's episode on Up Your Creative Genius. Then join me next week for more Rocket Fuel. Remember, you are the superstar of your universe and the world needs what you have to bring. So get busy, get out, and up your creative genius. And no matter where you are in the universe, here's some big love from yours truly, Patty Dobervolsky, and the Up Your Creative Genius podcast. 
That's a wrap. 